Assalamu alaikum. I'm Khalil Alika. And I'm Zahir Parker. And welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com. So AccidentalMuslims.com is a, a movement, a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So welcome and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum. This is Zia Sadiq and you're listening to AccidentalMuslims.com. Assalamu alaikum Zia. Welcome. Wa alaikum salam Khalil. Jazakallah for having me. Thanks for coming on such a short notice. But I saw you on Instagram. I was actually quite intrigued to hear Muslim Youth Council of Entrepreneurship. And so I, th- I thought I have to interview you. And so welcome. Thank you so much. No, I'm excited to be here. Who is Zia? So... I'm an actuary by training. Um, spent some time in the corporate world, from in the financial services industry, and currently in the telecoms industry. Um, I've had a few forays into the entrepreneurial world, where I've started a couple of businesses, invested in some, and you know, been through that that journey a couple of times, which is where my true passion is, in terms of being a serial entrepreneur. How did Michael start? So Michael, or the Muslim Youth Council of Entrepreneurs, as you mentioned, it was a was a brainchild by me where I realized that you know there's a need for a platform that promotes entrepreneurship in the South African Muslim youth community and beyond. Um, entrepreneurship is is a is a great institution and it provides a lot of value to people, whether it's in the form of income or freedom of time of resources of of even just having the chance to express yourself. And I felt that having that sharing that with as many people as possible, especially our youth. It would be a great, great benefit to the community, and and that's the reason why we started it. Yeah, so, so the platform is is an actual offline event or meetup. Meet so it's starting off as that. That's probably our first method of engagement, where we create these meetups or meets where like-minded people that are interested in entrepreneurship or getting involved in some way, whether they are a skilled professional in the corporate world or an experienced entrepreneur that has some skills or insights that they can share or would-be entrepreneurs that want to you know, get the ideas started and get the ball rolling and definitely entrepreneurs who are in the full swing and thick of things. It's a chance for them to meet and get to, to know each other and understand each other's businesses and maybe make some connections that will help their own businesses whether it's uh, from supplier perspective or a, or, a, or a distribution partner or some some amazing collaboration. And then meet as well as listen to other entrepreneurs that we bring on as guests. So guys will come on and share their stories, do a quick Q&A and maybe take some, some questions from the audience. And I think that's initially how we will engage. So when you get this epiphany or this idea of okay let's start Michael was it your wife or was it you <laughs> so it was definitely definitely me but the epiphany come come in came in, in interesting ways I think you first start off with a problem like with any any great idea or business idea and hopefully this is one of those great ideas is you are an entrepreneur you're sitting in the situation where you don't know who to ask or where to get the help from whether it's you know finding uh, the right strategy to go after a certain thing or capital that you're missing and you know you've got to get the right investor on board and you wish that there was some place that can actually give you these things um, and and going through that a couple of times in my own experience and then realizing you know what that I'm not the only one there's a lot of businesses popping up a lot of young people that are going to have that same kind of kind of process or kind of difficulty in their own in their own lives and there's a, definitely a chance for us to meet, match them with other people that are that can help 
either in the form of advice or you know lending an ear or giving them the 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 right mentorship necess- if if necessary and also provide capital in a in a compliant way that makes sense and that can actually drive their businesses forward that for me was this this matching of of two uh, problems and a problem and a solution or potential solution and finding a way to actually create that in in the world that's awesome and then your last your first event was last week tell us about that how how yeah, was, so, it, was it a good response? So yeah, the first event was last week, and we held it at a at a local restaurant, and we got as we we asked people to sign up just purely through social media, which was an amazing platform for us to to get the word out, and it was great to have that kind of response for something that's so brand new. We invited a couple of guests. One of our guests was Abdul Haq, which who started out the Halal Food Expo here in, in Johannesburg, and has obviously been quite uh, quite impressive in social media as well. And we had a business coach or a consciousness coach as well, who shared some some ways of just dealing with things as an entrepreneur. It was it was great to have them and and have, and share their stories with with the audience and that the afterwards, which is what what the networking part is about, was also great. It had we've heard some good stories of people meeting guys that they never thought they'd find and that will actually help their own businesses and help their own um, they help them in their own journeys. And I think it's great. And the response was that they'd love to come to another one and they're keen to to see where this platform goes. So I'm very excited. Ah, wow. That's awesome. And yeah. so when is the when is the next event? Are you on your, do you plan to go to Urban Cape Town or so, yeah, it's start So we're focusing on Joburg for now. Um definitely wanna go branch out to the to the rest of the country, but we'll we'll stick here for a couple of a couple more um meets. The next one will be in a, in about half a month's time, so that's um, inshallah. inshallah and yeah we'll take it from there I'll probably do it as a monthly event for a little while until we get the traction we need and then grow it from a from this offline community to something that's online and then go branch out across the country as well anybody can attend so you said skilled professionals yeah. you said on potential entrepreneurs wannabe entrepreneurs and uh, investors, funders, anybody. Exactly. It's open to everyone who's, who's interested in entrepreneurship, whether it's from a, you know, I want to be in it and be an entrepreneur or I want to get involved in some way or the other and also just, you know, have a pulse on, on what's going on on the startup scene in the Muslim community. So it's definitely open to everyone and I think a lot of people can, can gain from it, whether you're a young person and as young as 10 years old or a, or a very experienced person, you can definitely bring something out of there that can add value to your own lives and also give you a chance to to add value to someone else's. Uh, they say entrepreneurs are, are guys who'd rather work 100 hours for themselves than 40 hours for someone else, and that's that's most definitely my my situation. I mean, you know, you're juggling a corporate job, a side gig, and this mm-hmm. kind of thing, but that's exciting, and you know, you're doing stuff that that could potentially add a lot of value to your lives and create that platform of where you can just be solely in your own business. Yeah, I can relate to this because I mean, my, one of my dreams is also to be a full-time entrepreneur yeah. a couple of years ago uh, in 2015 in fact I, I quit my full-time job and I said okay let's try being an entrepreneur obviously for, for obviously it's not three six months yeah be proper. yeah proper yeah. but it's hard eh? mm. it's hard and, and it's a lone it's really lonely place to be yeah. an entrepreneur and so I think the micro is is definitely the way the way to go is, is it a Muslim startup grind it sort of is that. I mean, not to knock startup grind, but yeah. I went to a couple, and it's interesting. I mean, similar format where you've got a speaker and you've got people milling around, but we want to make it a bit more structured. We want to mm. give you 
that um, something real tan- really tangible where you can actually you know make a difference in your own business by whether it's the after the after effects of managing to connect with people out of the event or having a chance to have a close interaction with some of the guests and actually get some master classes i think that's going to be quite interesting where in addition to the speakers we'll have someone that's a professional in their field share some of their knowledge whether it's things like accounting getting your accounting right or marketing or legal stuff where you can learn how to write up contracts better or improve your employee relations or something like that where it actually adds some value to you so it's definitely going to be beyond what a startup grind may do but maybe something more like a y combinator or a or a startup incubator type of environment okay like a startup weekend. Startup weekend is a great, great concept. I agree. So imagine that a couple of, a couple of really bright individuals stuck stuck together for a forty-eight hour stint where they bring in uh, ideas and then we bring in resources that can help make that idea happen and pull these teams together and let them go wild and see how we can actually build something that's tangible in a weekend. That's perfect. Let me go back a bit. So, what advice would you give to a great 10, 11, 12, their parents are telling them to get a degree or go study and find a job versus, yeah. versus you know, try something. Yeah. You have an idea, explore, uh, go, go, go into your own business. So I, I'm, I'm one of those people that got sent to university and wanted to go to university and get a degree. And, you know, you, you kind of think that's going to give you the path to, to whatever success it is, whatever success it can bring. Um, it's not always the case. I mean, getting a degree and getting a job is not necessarily lead to fulfillment or happiness, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't. And it doesn't mean you have to choose between getting a degree or starting a business. So my main advice is keep, keep as much curiosity and excitement and, and vigor in you as a young person and go down the path that, that, you know, you, that'll enrich your mind. And sometimes that, that, that is university. University brings a lot of value to the table. But don't stop having that entrepreneurial bend to you. Whether it's in full-on business, if you want to start something, you know, amazing and, you know, full-time, sit on your computer and hack something together or whatever it is. Or, you know, you start getting involved in these kind of entrepreneurial clubs or meets or networks and just to keep that, that muscle alive. And, and I think it's something that you've that you got to consider properly. It's not necessarily one or the other, but just keep at it. That's cool. So I have a couple of friends in Cape Town that are entrepreneurs and they struggled um, getting investors or VCs on board. And in fact, some of them, you know, they rather go to, to the U, to US or to, to Europe for investors. Mm-hmm. Is part of Michael's mandate, let's say mandate, is to form that sort of investor panel or, you know, get funders involved? Definitely. So I think the one pillar, like we said, is the networking and and the other pillar, the advice that you get for the people out there. And the third main pillar is definitely the ability to find investment. So like you said, it is difficult to find it in South Africa. And to that, that we have Sharia uh, Sharia compliance requirements for our funding. It makes it even more tough to find the right funding partner. So the idea is to bring together these innovative and, and impressive businesses that have great potential and marry them to investors that understand your Sharia requirements as well as your business. So they come in not just as a provider of capital that will only give you repayment terms as the value add, but rather actually give you the advice or the the ability to, to actually further your own business through their wisdom and network and understanding of the of the of the landscape and drive your own business forward. So yes, definitely I think 
it's an opportunity to create this new uh, place for funding. Oh, that's, that's exciting. Eh? Zia, how do you describe yourself in three words? So in three words, eh? that's an interesting one. Um, I'd probably say entrepreneurial, Muslim, youth. Nice. Entrepreneurial, in fact, three, all three. Yeah, 100%. All three, Michael. Okay, you're really loving the brand. That's yes. good stuff. So you said Muslim. Let's talk about the Quran and your relationship with it. Do you have a specific or favorite Quranic verse or story? Yeah. So from a verse perspective, I think I'm a, I'm a man with the classics. I'll definitely go with Ayatul Kursi. I think that's one of the most amazing ayats in the Quran. And naturally so, it's the chief ayat in there. And it just conveys the power and the might of the, the Almighty in a, in a short verse, relatively short verse, and that's very, very powerful. And I mean, we use it as much as we can in our daily lives just to give you testament of that, of that power. How would you describe success? It can be many things for many people, I think. It can range from wealth to possessions to certain things. But for me, and... I've seen this in myself. What makes me most happy and, and success that gives me the feeling of success is being able to wake up excited. Regardless of what it is, whether it's something that's difficult, something that's going to require you know, hard work, but it's something that motivates you to, to give your best and give your all and, not, not, and never to stop doing that is what's successful, to have that in your, in your life. And, and what are you most grateful for today? So... I'm assuming we're not going to talk about family because definitely I'm very, very grateful for, for my family. But um, I'm grateful to be, actually be able to do this kind of thing, to have the opportunity to, to impact people's lives by creating a platform like Myco and having the, the, the response that we've had so far. I think it's amazing and I'm really grateful for that. And I'm grateful for, for being able to, to drive this into something that's really, really positive organization that really adds value to the Muslim community. Alhamdulillah, I wish you, I wish you well. I, I want to, you mentioned juggling earlier in the conversation. Yes. Let's talk about juggling. How do you juggle, you know, your full-time job, your family, and you've got a little kid as well, and now Michael. How do yeah. you, how do you find that balance? So, yeah, like you said, it's, uh, it, is a, it is a juggle. It is difficult. You never ever get it right all the time, but... I think what's important maybe is, is your quality, not necessarily the quantity. You've got to give the best of you whenever you have the opportunity to do either focusing on your work, your, your side businesses, your, your passions, and definitely your family. You've got to give them that real, that real time, that real place uh, where, where you are focusing on them and giving them all that you have. I think that's the most important. One of the objectives for AccidentalMuslims.com is to be that network of leaders, but also to provide that mentorship to the to the youth, you know, to the to the, to the grade 10, 11, 12, and, mm-hmm. and especially people that really need it. What is your... Do you think mentorship... Obviously, mentorship is important. Yes. Um, do you have any mentors? So, I don't have any mentors formally, but I definitely... I definitely consult with many people around around things that are important to me. Um, they always bring a different perspective to your thinking. They sometimes see around the corners that you don't give you give you some of their wisdom that that they've accumulated over over either 
learning from their own lessons where they failed or learning or just knowing better. And I think it's it's very, very important as a young person in a world that's changing so rapidly, that uh, has so many challenges, to tap into the knowledge of people that have walked the path before. And I'm, I'm very keen on mentorship. I think um, it just gives you a quick a quick answer to things that you would have struggled on your own with for a long time. Do you, do you have any advice for for people that are that want to invest in a startup or business um, but are obviously scared to invest? Yeah. Do you have advice for them? Because I mean, I've, I've been in situations a couple of times as well um, and I, I failed. I'm saying failed in inverted commas. Yeah. I failed. Um, do you have any advice for people that, are, that want to invest in what, what should they look for? Mm. So I think yeah, investing in a, in a business, especially a startup, is always risky. Um, that's what your, your financial advisors will tell you. No, it's don't, don't do that. Just invest in something safe and, and sound and mm. who has a track record. But sometimes um, it's important just to give someone a chance to express their idea. If you believe or you're passionate about what they're doing, and most importantly, you believe in the person that is asking you for this investment. And if the research looks good, that there is a market that's available, that it's addressable, that it makes sense and it's going to give you a return that's commensurate with the risk that you're taking. And I'm not talking like a 5% property type of return where there's still a property at the end of the year, but something that you know, really does move the needle for you, then it's something that's worth taking, taking the leap on. Because there are, t- there are many people that have missed great investments and there's many people that, that are very smart and made big mistakes. You've got to have that understanding that that's possible. But also know that you're not just investing in, you know, to make money, but you're actually driving something into fruition. And that could be something that you just have a passion for. And it could be something that is lucrative and, and makes makes a lot of investment sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, if the, the person that you're investing in has the right energy and the right um, the right willingness to do what it takes to get it, to make a success of it, I think you're definitely already on a on a winning wicket. And yeah, you can take it home from there. So would you... In- so do you invest in the jockey or do you invest in the horse? Uh, or is you, it both? So, or is it more the jockey? <laughs> it depends kind of how much money you have, right? Yeah. So yeah. You've, you probably hear the stories where, you know, all these Silicon Valley glamorous uh, situations where, you know, they say, oh, we invested in this guy and he had this great business, but it didn't work. So he pivoted into something else and it became a huge success. It's, it's easier to do that when you've invested in many of these little guys. Because out of the 10, maybe one only survives and he makes 100 times the money. So it doesn't matter that you lost on nine. As a, as a retail investor, someone who's investing their own money in a small pool of things, it's a bit more difficult to, to say, oh, we'll just do one or the other, jockey or the... You've got to kind of have the recipe of both. But if you come onto a platform like ours where you've got this almost filter coming through where we're checking, making sure that the guys you're investing in are investable, that they're making sense in terms of what they're putting on the table that the terms make sense as well. You're not just, you know, buying too much or too little of the company, that there's no incentive for, for the underlying person at the end of it, or it doesn't make sense, doesn't really move the needle in their lives that you're going you're gonna to be in trouble from day one. You get that kind of filtering process done for you, and it makes it a lot easier to invest. And there's the ability to obviously diversify a lot more because there's more, more in the pool of investment, so you can, you can divvy it up. So that's important to look for. What advice would you give a you know a struggling entrepreneur? Yeah. So so he he's busy with, or he or she is busy with their business now. You know they they twelve forty months into it. Yeah. 
you know, they push themselves on social media. Yeah. Uh, but it's just not going anywhere. Um, you know, what advice do you give them? And, and, and I know that's the whole point of Michael. Yes. So it's a, there could be a million reasons why yeah, they are yeah, in this situation. Yeah. But for me, sometimes as an entrepreneur, you get very stuck in, in terms of what you're doing. You, you, you almost drink too much of your own Kool-Aid. So you always continue doing the same thing or doing more of the same thing without taking a step back to actually see what are the real levers that I'm pushing. And is this, have I got certain things right? Like a product market fit. And that's a, that's the main one where, or have I got, um, the right people on board? Have I got the right distribution network? Have I got, uh, those kind of things. It's not just about doing stuff. It's about doing the right stuff. And sometimes all that means is actually stepping back from the business, not uh, pushing yourself out to to late nights, just doing the same thing over and over again, and actually, you know, chatting to other people, getting in a room of other entrepreneurs, just talking in general, not necessarily about your problem specifically, how you frame it, but just talking in general. And sometimes you just need that chance to sit back and, and let things tick over in your mind, and then maybe the eureka moment is isn't too far away. And tap into those networks of, of people that are wiser than you, that have walked the road already and can share some of those important bits that you're missing in your own business. That's cool advice. Thanks, man. This entrepreneurship or this entrepreneur title is like a it's like this bling. You know, people yeah, want to be glamorous, yeah, this uh, glamorous <laughs> you know, having this glamorous lifestyle or you know, having this this title of CEO or co-founder or founder. Yeah. Do you think, you know, the, especially the youth are getting trapped into that sort of mindset? Yeah, no, I think uh, the media has definitely painted an entrepreneur in a, in a very positive light. And I mean, you always think of the Google guys as being caretakers of the world mm. and they look after each other. But it's not always the case. Entrepreneurship is a difficult road to follow. And it does mean that you've got to get the support you, you can, as much support as you can, to drive you on that path. It is a lonely path, as you said earlier. And, and the more people that you have on this journey with you supporting you, the better. But it is also, it is does have the potential to be that glamorous thing, that thing of a bit of a bling, because of the impact that you can have on the world. That if you create a business that can speak to, globally speak to people, that's an amazing thing. And this is one of the only things that can, one of the only sort of vocations that can give you that kind of impact. And obviously because of social media, because yeah, of the internet, exactly. as you said, globally, you can go global. A hundred percent. Who would have thought that a, an online company can be bigger than all hotels in the world where That's they don't amazing. own a single room? Yeah. yeah. What characteristics or traits would an entrepreneur have or should have? So, you know, one or two or three traits. So it's, it's it's the softer stuff, right? You don't have yeah, to be a tech whiz or a, or a mathematician or anything to be an entrepreneur, but you've got to have passion and tenacity. I think there's uh, there's always things standing in your way uh, or, pe- or naysayers that you've got to get over. So you've got to have that built-in self-belief that you can actually do these things. You've got to have the love for what you're doing to get you over those things. I think there's some difficult times where you've got only yourself to console yourself. But you can, you can find people that will help you get there. So that's important. And you've got to be able to sell. I think sales and the ability to put your product out there, put yourself out there and let people buy into everything that's your business, which includes you as a founder or a CEO or whatever it is. You've got to be able to do that in a way that's with integrity and not, not a used car salesman way, but something that's with integrity and value and actually shows that you've put some love into what you're actually doing. How do you take... 
Michael now to the next level. So you had your first meetup last week. So I think, like you said, we're starting off with these events, but the idea is to grow into this network of people that include investors, advisors, mm. and, and other entrepreneurs. So we want to create an online community as well, where it'll be a forum type of, uh, an online forum channel where people can actually engage with each other and, and put on put things online. Um, then the idea is to actually start having uh, startup weekend type of thing. So similar to what we said earlier, where people will come together, we'll bring you bring the ideas, we'll bring you the required resources, and we can make these things happen, and and get investors on board, whether it's on a on a small basis or a big basis. That's the that's the long term vision for for Myco. It's a bit of a fun question. If you had to, if you had a chance to invite any three people that's alive for dinner, yeah. What three people would you choose? Alive. So, so, as an entrepreneur, we'll pick entrepreneurial people. I think Elon Musk would be a very interesting character to have on the on the on the dinner table. Uh, he's definitely one of the epitomes of of entrepreneurship in our time. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, maybe. Mark Zuckerberg, he's cool. He's cool. I don't know if I'll give him my one yeah. of my three limited slots sure, just yet. Sure. He's a cool guy. Uh, I like I like the way he thinks in terms of uh, you know being more than just an entrepreneur. He's quite quite a bit of a political stunt to him, but he's not. He's kind of uh, drifting a little bit away from Facebook itself. I mean, he's on a road trip all across America mm-hmm. now. Uh, Elon Musk doesn't have time to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably bring on Warren Buffett. I think uh, from an investor perspective. And a, and a seer of value. He's been a very, very interesting character uh, to to watch. Um, he's obviously done phenomenally. Whether it'll work for the next 50 years, I don't know. But definitely great, great insight and great thinker. And someone else who I really enjoy reading about and learning from is Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, who I think is doing some some great stuff in things that you typically take for granted. So I don't know if you've seen his new brick and mortar stores for selling groceries where there's no queues. Mm-hmm. You, just, you sign in it's with your phone and you pick things off the off the shelf and you walk out. I mean this is an online company that's doing it. And and it's it's awesome because I mean he's he's come from no tech background, no you know fancy history. He's a, a school teacher I believe or a teacher that you know started an online bookstore and then this has become a global giant of innovation, which is very, very exciting to see. So yeah, those would be the top three. Although I'm sure there's many more. I mean, I can think of. Thanks, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Do you do you ever? I said you said you read his book. Do you read a lot? I read a bit, not as much as I'd like to, but definitely try and read as, as much as I can. And what is your favorite? A book that had cool impact on me. So we're talking non-Islamic pure entrepreneurship. Um, was a book called Zero to One. Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, yeah. So. I enjoyed the book. I mean, personally, I don't know if I like Peter Thiel that much, but I enjoyed his thinking and what he's what he expounds about actually creating something that wasn't there before to actually have real value or add something real to the world from a, from an expression perspective, from a value perspective, where you're going from from nothing, something that doesn't exist, to something that is very very awesome and wide range, has a wide ranging impact. I found that very very interesting. One last question. Today is your last day. Right? You're going to die. 
and you only have enough energy to, to you know say a few words mm-hmm. what would it be Jeez, that's an interesting question well, I suppose we're supposed to live like that right exactly yeah. so maybe my my question my answer to that or my the words that I'd share would be make every moment that you have really count given your all be there in full presence of mind and, and body and and really push hard for something you believe in so you can be proud that when your life does come to an end because it will that you that you used your time wisely thanks man thank you for coming and really appreciate your your time and i know it was short notice i, I caught you on instagram and, <laughs> and on friday and now you're here no i'm glad to be part of uh, part of this initiative i think it's it's got a lot of value and now, man, I was I was more than happy to come, even at short notice. Thank you, man. So I wish you and and your wife and Michael all the best, and I'll hopefully be at the next at the next meetup. Oh, inshallah, it'll be great to have you. Shukran. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. So that's it for today's show. We hope you added value. We hope you enjoyed it. But most of all, we hope our guests inspired you to live with purpose. Don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com. If you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.